0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we have part two of a letter from Sister Faustina to her spiritual director, Father Sopachko, from December 24th, 1937. Mother Superior has shown me this booklet, which with the novena, the invocations, and the chaplet. I am extremely happy that it is all there. Mother is also very pleased that everything has been put together. She told me that she would purchase more copies of the booklet, but she always does this slowly and with excessive caution. Yet, in one conversation, she said that she is praying fervently for the Feast of Mercy— since it is truly a divine and very beautiful thought. And although I am not your confessor, sister, she said, I can still see God's action here. But you have thought something up about some congregation. However, there is no point writing about this. After all, you know, Father, what the disposition of the superiors is regarding this second matter. And now, as regards my health, it is very weak. I can no longer work in the garden. I am posted at the gate, where I am less likely to catch a cold. I still participate in community life, although I frequently have an opportunity to offer many sacrifices, but all the better. I would now like to say a few words about my interior disposition. First of all, I feel the lack of frequent direction. I see Father Andrush but rarely. The reason is my illness, because I cannot go to Krakow as often. Right now, Father is sick again, so there are some strange obstacles which do not depend on us. The life of my soul with the Lord is as before. I walk in His living presence, which penetrates me. My love for Him is sometimes so violent that at times it takes away my senses. There are moments when the Lord gives me to know the greatness of my destiny in the future life, but all of this plunges me more and more deeply in humility, because it in turn enlightens me as to my own nothingness. And usually it happens that whenever I plunge myself more deeply in humility, the Lord draws me into the closest union with Himself. At present I experience such a strong desire to become eternally united with God, that I am surprised that death is taking so long in coming to take me away. I am living in one continual act of love, but I feel that my heart will not stand this much longer. Once I received a rebuke from the Lord for neglecting to do what He had ordered as well as for failing to present to my confessor in a simple and clear way everything in the manner in which He had given me to understand it. I would like to add one more thing here, Father, namely, until you get to know a person really well, do not reveal everything to the person, because you expose yourself to many unnecessary troubles. This work puts you in danger of many sufferings, Father, but you will also derive many joys from it here upon earth. You should not prepare unduly for the meeting with the dignitaries and what you should say to them about this whole matter. God will not spare his light at the given moment. So please, do what is in your power, Father, without worrying unnecessarily for the Lord gave me to know that he is pleased with your efforts. If you think that it is necessary to inform someone about this work and even about some of its secret details, you should by all means do so, as much as is the will of God in this matter. As such is the will of God in this matter but caution should be observed. I do apologize for everything that may sound inappropriate in this letter, but I am writing like a child to the father of its soul, as I have no one to speak to. I kiss your hand, Father, and ask your priestly blessing, your daughter in God, Sister M. Faustina. Well, Faustina wrote to Father Sopachko about how happy she was to see the Divine Mercy booklet that he had published with the Novena, the Invocations, and the Chaplet. The Mother Superior was very supportive of the idea of the Divine Mercy. She wanted to spread the message through purchasing more booklets. Faustina laments that she does it very slowly and carefully. Uh, However, the Mother Superior mistakenly thought that St. Faustina had thought up the idea of a new congregation. I'm not sure if Faustina had shared all of her revelations with the Mother Superior or not. I know she knew something of the origin of the Divine Mercy message. Faustina reports that her health has worsened and she can't work in the garden. She has been placed at the gate to answer when people come to the convent. Father Andrasch was not the regular confessor of St. Faustina's convent. He was a secondary confessor who came there four times a year perhaps to give the sisters an alternative. If a sister wanted to confess to him more often, she would have to do so at the Jesuit residence, and Sister Faustina wasn't able to travel there because of her weak health. And then Father Andres was also sick at that time, so God was really purifying St. Faustina. And Faustina writes of the Lord letting her know about the high place in heaven that she will someday have, but this causes her to be plunged into humility because she knows that it is a gift that can't be earned. Uh, and when she is humbled, the Lord draws closer to her. Faustina warns Father Sopočko to not reveal too much, probably speaking to, uh, to the candidate for the future community until he knows her better. And she also writes about his meeting with the nuncio. She says that God will enlighten him at the appropriate time about what to say so it seems that god is enlightening faustina on things that he wants to say to father Sapochko. and when she does those things she apologizes for if she wrote anything inappropriate because she's sort of taking that role of the spiritual director but the lord is again enlightening them both and guiding them both on the paths to holiness